From the city of 100 Hellos, Brooks, Alberta, Canada, this is the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kassim. Hello everyone, welcome to the Global Village Podcast. My name is Hanan and our guest today is Amanda. Could you please introduce yourself? Hello, thank you for having me. My name is Amanda Goodenough and I'm the Executive Director at the SPEC Association. Would you like to tell us a little bit about your career and what you do in the community? For sure. So for myself, I actually finished my social work degree Uh, in 2018 and after that I was able to I've been working in the community for quite a few years now and often working with different um, different crisis areas so Mm. I've worked in terms of with homelessness with uh, addictions domestic violence mental health Mm -hmm. trauma um, all kinds of things and I've done a lot of different pieces, and then when the opportunity came up for the executive director role at SPEC, I was very Mm -hmm. excited about that. So I stepped into that role. Uh, It's been almost two years now. Great. So were you born and raised here in Brooks, or did you move from somewhere else? No, I actually, I was born in Vancouver, and I lived there for a number of years, and Mm -hmm. then moved up to northern BC, Mm -hmm. and then moved to Saskatchewan. Oh. And then moved to Brooks. <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> so, so um, as a, as the executive director of SPEC, what's one thing you like about being in that position? Well, one of the things that I like the most about my role now is just the the fact that I get to help so many mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So, over the years, I've done a lot more working one on one with people, mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed it so much. But I've also noticed that if you want to affect any real change mm-hmm. um, in a community or in a society, you need to be able to to kind of go further than that. And yeah. so, in my position now, I'm able to support our staff, who mm-hmm. then can go out and be helping people individually. And so, my reach is just that much bigger. Mm-hmm. And at SPEC, we're able to, we have services that are open for everybody. So we mm-hmm. provide information for people, mm-hmm. family supports, community connections, uh, integration services for newcomers. Mm-hmm. And I just love to be able to be in a position where I can support staff and then they can go and support clients and people that are in need in the community. Sure. And what what are the challenges you face in Brooks that is different from the other communities you have lived in? I would say in terms of challenges, I think I would have to say the diversity mm-hmm. is is such a unique part of Brooks. But in saying that it's a challenge, it's kind of not accurate because it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also our greatest asset in Brooks. Yeah. And when you come to Brooks, it's very it's very new. And I think that's for people that have grown up here, and it's very different than mm-hmm. it used to be. Mm-hmm. And everyone else that has moved here at mm-hmm. some point from yeah. somewhere, <laughs> it's very different than anywhere yeah. else that you can live. But I think that it's, it's amazing, because you can you have the opportunity to learn from so many different people. Mm-hmm. And you can really uh, develop an open mind. Mm-hmm. 
you have the potential for that. And it allows you to value the differences that other people bring. So mm-hmm. as long as you are interested in learning and growing, mm-hmm. then Brooks is a great place to be. So I know you deal with a lot of most immigrants. Could you share like a little bit of some challenges most immigrants face? I think probably the most common one that that we that we deal with mm-hmm. is, you know, the language barrier is yeah. is quite a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's going to be other pieces uh, culturally and just getting used to being in a new environment. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a lot of staff that work in the schools, which right. is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, for myself, uh, my kids are grown now, mm-hmm. but I know as a person who was born in Western Canada, was Mm -hmm. familiar, went all the way through our school system. I know how many challenges I had with my kids being in school. Mm -hmm. And so when I look and, and it's just, it's amazing to see how resilient people are to be able to come and work in an environment where they're they're not familiar the language is Mm -hmm. different the processes are different everything is different Mm -hmm. and so I think that probably is is the biggest the biggest challenge in terms of of what we're we're serving in and trying to help with yeah, I know. I, I moved from Ontario, so I can imagine how hard it was to adjust to this community because I'm used to di- living in different environments. So what advice can you give today's youth regarding their career? You know, it was interesting because that's, that's such a good, it's such a good question. Again, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, my kids are, they're older now, they're not yeah. that old, mm-hmm. but um, they've just graduated last year and the year before. Oh, and great. so I've spent a lot of time talking about mm, I can imagine. <laughs> careers. <laughs> um, and, and the biggest thing that I know I've been telling them mm-hmm. and I continue to tell them, um, is don't get, don't get fixated on any one thing. Don't mm-hmm. panic about it. Mm-hmm. What you think you want to do is likely not what you're going to end up doing. <laughs> I, exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, and I know that, and that's been my, that's been my experience. And again, I haven't had any major changes, you mm-hmm. know, moving between three provinces in Western Canada is not that earth shattering. <laughs> it's, they're very different. Yeah. BC is very different than Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Alberta is its own, its own thing. Exactly. But, you know, you don't know what you're going to end up finding. And mm-hmm. so I just think take things as like small steps. Mm-hmm. You, you start and you decide, okay, I'm interested in this area. So take one step in that area mm-hmm. and see how it looks, see how it works. You're probably going to do some work in that area, which might lead you to another area right. and, and so on and so forth. And that's what I've noticed in mine. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, when I finished high school, I was pretty convinced um, for years that I was going to go into law. Mm. Now, for anyone that's unfamiliar, social work <laughs> is about as far away from law as you can possibly get. Right. <laughs> But that's what that's what I thought I was going to do. So, you know, you start and there's a reason schools are kind of set up the way they are, where you just Mm -hmm. do kind of one year at a time and you build on it because Mm -hmm. you do a little bit and then you realize, oh, there's so many options you didn't even know about. And the more you get to work and explore things, the more you find out, man, I didn't even know this was a thing. And so it wasn't until I mean, I won't say when I graduated because (laughs) 
it was not in the 2000s. But <laughs> in it wasn't until I think 2005 that I actually started working with more in crisis work and mm-hmm. people in need. And I would never have dreamt that mm-hmm. that is the direction that I would have gone in. So just keep your options open and just don't take yourself too seriously. That is great advice. I know a lot of youth come here and within weeks, they come wanting to do one thing and within weeks they change. So being open is really a great advice for the youth. So what gives you motivation to keep going? Well, I think for me, the motivation really is just knowing that there's so many people that are out there that they don't realize their potential. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're talking to somebody um, who's had lots of challenges and just seems to have a really bumpy road ahead of them, mm-hmm. or somebody that maybe they're older and it seems like things have gone really well for them. Most people are are stuck a little bit in terms of there's always things that we don't know. And there's always right. things that come up or experiences that we have that we didn't expect. And I just, I love being in a position where we can help with that. Right. That when you're when you're faced in that spot of like, I have no idea what to do about this, that I'm in a place where you can call. You can call, you can mm-hmm. find out. Um, if we don't know the answer, we'll find somebody who does Mm -hmm. working in a way to connect people to resources that are there Mm -hmm. um, is so critical to me and so just to be able to see that every time we do that then that person is a little bit more equipped so then the next time something happens whether it's a family member or a friend Mm -hmm. now they know the resources that they can do and so it just the ripple effects are so big Mm -hmm. and so I think for motivation that that's really exciting to me yeah that's great The next question is, what was one of your hardest struggles and how did you overcome it? (laughs) Well, this is definitely a work in progress. Mm. Um, So I would say one of my hardest struggles has been confidence. Mm. You know, I think when you're younger, at least for me, in Mm. my experience, when I was younger, I was super confident. (laughs) I really (laughs) believed that I knew everything Mm. and I was probably very obnoxious. And, you know, I can remember some experiences in school where I think, man, those teachers were patient with me because I really (laughs) did think I knew everything. And but then as you get older, Mm -hmm. you start to learn more. Mm -hmm. And the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. (laughs) And it has worked almost the opposite for me, whereas I used to be very confident. And then Mm -hmm. over the years, I I got more experiences, but it actually went the other way where Mm -hmm. I started feeling very not confident that Mm -hmm. there's always I shouldn't speak up or I shouldn't Mm -hmm. do something because there's probably somebody that knows more Mm -hmm. there's probably somebody that's better or more competent and and there was things that I wouldn't do Mm -hmm. because of that Mm -hmm. and I think just being aware of that Mm -hmm. and being aware and sort of that having that self-talk where there's been times where I've thought those things and then had to go back and been Mm -hmm. like, okay, do you actually know that? And then Mm -hmm. walking through sort of experiences and then saying, no, I am competent in this area. Mm -hmm. No, I do have the ability to do it. And really getting the job, actually applying for the job that Mm -hmm. I have now Mm -hmm. was probably one of the biggest steps in that area. Mm -hmm. Um, I had people around me saying, you should, you should go for it. And I was like, there's got to be other people that are better. Mm. And, and then as I've been able to go, 
over this last, probably over this last year or two, there's just been a really a big shift in me mm-hmm. where I'm just realizing, no, there is a, there is a reason that I'm here and mm-hmm. that I do have something to say. And it's not the young version of me confidence where mm-hmm. I know things so you, people should listen to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's more of a, I have some experiences and I yeah. can add to the conversation, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I really like. So it's definitely a work in progress. Um, I think sometimes I have good days where I'm like, I can do anything. And then other days where I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> but I, I have a feeling that that's probably just life. So Yeah, it's shocking how many people really doubt themselves. Like everyone overcomes the challenge of doubting themselves. And it's good for people to hear so that they can see different views and how different people overcome it so it can help them. So this next question kind of relates to the first one. What is one piece of advice you would tell your younger self that might be able to help the youth today? Well, I know if it was just my own self, I Mm -hmm. would have said, be quiet more. (laughs) But if it's something that can help other people as well, then I think the idea, which is like you said, linked, is Mm -hmm. the idea of don't Mm self-reject. I came across something that said that a little while ago, and I thought, that's genius. Um... So many times we don't try for things because we Mm -hmm. think, well, they wouldn't pick me or I wouldn't be qualified. Mm -hmm. Well, let the the other person, let the company, let the job, let them reject you Mm -hmm. if they're going to reject you. But why do the job for them? You know, Mm -hmm. so apply for the job, take the step, talk to the person. And if it doesn't work, you're no farther behind Um, but you don't want to get to the end of your life and just go oh maybe I could have tried that but I never did Mm -hmm. so you know try new things don't limit yourself and and don't don't self-reject right thank you for this advice I'm sure it will help a lot of you so for the last fun question (laughs) what's your favorite song from your culture I love that that's your last fun question. That was the hardest question. Oh, really? (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness. I don't know. The irony of that is that as as somebody that was born in Canada, Mm -hmm. I have white skin. I struggle a lot with the word culture because I often have felt like, I don't know, what culture do I have? Like Canadians, we play hockey and we say sorry a lot. And and so I've been kind of wrestling through that for quite some time. And But, you know, when I, when I was looking at it and I was like, okay, your culture, so customs of a nation or a people or a social group. Mm. And, okay, so Canadian, I could pick a like, Canadian artist, but really they're <laughs> not my favorite songs. Um, you know, I have like that kind of British European background. Right. I got nothing mm-hmm. happening there. Um, and so then I thought in terms of like a social group, Um, you know, I do come from like a Christian culture. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of music that comes out of that. And so one of the songs that is definitely my favorite that comes out of that, it's called Shoulders by Mm -hmm. a band called For King and Country. And it just talks about how that through, you know, our weaknesses and when things don't seem to be going well, that God Mm -hmm. is always there with us and that he carries us on his shoulders. Mm. And and I think that has just been very meaningful to me right. and definitely something that I'll go back to the most. So, Well, thank you for joining us today and thank you for sharing your experience and your wisdom. We really appreciate it. 
and we will play the song at the end of the podcast for everyone to enjoy oh thank I you love that so much <laughs> thank you so much for having me you're welcome i look up to the mountains does my strength come from the mountains no my strength comes from god who made heaven and earth and the mountains This has been the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kassim. For more information, go to globalvillagecenter.ca.